2: Hello and welcome to White Wine Question Time, where this week we are out in the country on location at a turkey farm, which our guests own and operate. Uh, you'll remember this country-loving Giro from his time in the multi-million-selling, number one hit-making boy band JLS, or more recently as a presenter on Country Farm, which is rather appropriate, and you can currently see him on Songs of Praise. Uh, thank you so much for having me in your home,
1: JB. <laughs> pleasure. Thanks for coming. Nice
2: place you got here.
1: Well, you're very welcome.
2: Now, to my left, I have what I'm sure you would refer to as your better half. Indeed. As impressive wife, Chloe, a one-time backup dancer for the likes of Beyonce, Jessie J, Whitney, what? Lily Allen, and of course, JLS, which is how you two met. Is that right, Chloe?
0: Well, we met on The X Factor, but I never danced with him.
2: You didn't.
0: Were you one of um, the choreographers? Yes, I was. I was. Dancers, I was yeah. one of the dancers here yeah, on the show. So that's where we uh, we met all those many moons ago.
2: Wow! And so, so, so w- walk me through that moment because you can be a, <laughs> the glamour. And let me shatter some of the glamour, right? Fountain Studios. It's it's on a massive roundabout in Wembley. It couldn't be less glamorous salubrious is probably the best description <laughs> <laughs> but what goes on in those studios is magic magic it is magic. it is so you're hired every week to come on and, and dance yep. as, uh, who would have been your boss at the time there then
0: so brian friedman was a uh, choreographer
2: yeah fierce very
0: okay. so you're you're there you're learning 900 routines mm-hmm. a
2: week probably
0: is what mm-hmm. it feels like i was very stressed I've just got this first big job, I was 19 years old, my first major job with Brian Friedman and it's somebody I've looked up to so. He's a major choreographer right? Major. From the States. From the States, someone I've watched, I've learnt from, I've watched videos from, so I'm working with him so I'm freaking out so I'm trying to learn my routine and I'm in the mode and then the boys are coming in, they're all really confident. Did you uh, slide her your number? Actually, no. No, so you can tell. Appreciate it. Appreciate <laughs> it. Nice. This is obviously was it like knowledge. my mate fancies you? No, Arisha was like, "Can I have your number?" So I was like, "Okay, cool." I just we were exchanging numbers. It was kind of that kind of sit, everyone's sitting around. So um, I was giving Arisha my number, and Mister Sneaky Pants is <laughs> behind him taking my number down, which nice. I didn't realize. He's now Sweet. putting his number in his phone. He goes upstairs to go to his dressing room, and he starts texting me straight away. So. Which is cool. But, um, yeah, poor Richie got eyed. <laughs> to this day, Richie
1: ruse it. It's not the first time it's happened. I'll you are fierce. I mean,
0: you
2: literally steamrolled at him.
1: <laughs> that go, is no, no. fly. No, 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 no. To be fair, if you snooze, you lose. And he snoozed. Oh, my god. He did. You didn't he didn't give the did. Did he a minute. You? Did he message you? No, but okay, you go. jumped
0: down his throat, no, babe. No no, no, no,
1: no, but that's not the question. <laughs> the question is, did he message you at all? No. Okay there we go probably because he secretly got
0: your phone and blocked his number <laughs> I mean <laughs> pretty shady right so you
2: were determined I mean was this was this regular behaviour from you I don't know because no, I, I thought mean, he was
0: taking everybody's number I thought Jay well, was taking everyone's but you said you didn't
1: well I mean I can't to be honest I can't remember very clearly but I do remember <laughs> I, I of course you know took a shine to our Chloe yeah. um, you know she's a beautiful woman and she's a great dancer you know we got on very very well and there was an opportunity <laughs> there. Wow! So in amongst
2: all of the madness of you kind of emerging as as contenders on the show and becoming well known, there's this there's this romance bubbling under the surface, which
0: we tried to not happen. To be fair, what? We because I think because he just got into this crazy boy band, I was just starting my dancing career, and I was like, I'm, we're both very uh, career driven, and I, I was just like. No, we're not going to really get into a relationship. Let's just be friends. This is cool, but it just didn't happen, did it? We, yeah. On. I mean,
1: <laughs> what's broke? You know, you can't undo what's what's amazing. And uh, yeah, we just one thing led to another, and another, and another, and another. And now we're here. And here we are. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven years later, with two
0: babies and married, so Quite literally. and a
1: turkey farm <laughs> and a turkey farm. Go.
2: I mean, I, I have this. It kind of brings me to my to my first question actually, because um, I have this theory that life happens often when you're busy making plans elsewhere. Yeah. Mm. So I'm sure that when you two met on that soundstage at Fountain Studio, (laughs) just near the chicken cottage in (laughs) (laughs) Wembley, this was not your grand plan. You were a backup dancer, just starting your career, about to go on JB to have as many number one hits as as you possibly could in the time that you guys were together. Um, So how how was life back then for you and how did you really honestly at that age and stage envisage your future
0: Pfft, life was crazy yeah. life was honestly crazy I, I we still look back sometimes now and go how did how are we even here Like, it was mental, we were jumping on and off planes, I was on tours, Jay was on tours, but we were just trying to, we kind of mirrored, our careers mirrored each other. I was dancing at the Brits with somebody else, Jay was performing with the boys. We kind of always came back together, I was at the MOBOs performing, you boys were getting awards at the MOBOs. But we did mirror each other.
2: I mean, and and a lot of trust has to be placed Mm. in each other because you're off on tour you're off on tour you know you're away dancing with some of the biggest artists in the world and you're out there becoming one of the biggest artists on the scene mm. um, it's, 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 it's it, temptation island really isn't it in terms sure. of the opportunities that are around you both
1: yeah and it's full on I mean it's you know it's an intense it was an intense period in our lives you mm. know what I mean and we were going through all the highs, all the lows, all the things. I mean, obviously, like you say, you're traveling all the time. Like if I'm away, you know, you miss on, out on things like weddings and you know even funerals. You know, birthdays. Yeah. Do you know what I mean, like your own, your other, you know, your loved ones, your family members. Like, yeah. It's really really difficult, and you know, but I think we've always prided ourselves on communication. You know, I think communication mm-hmm. is a big thing. Um, yeah, and, and one by hook or by crook, you know, we've we've managed to. To make it through. And and one thing that I always knew, I knew that that lifestyle, that way of life wouldn't last forever.
2: Did you? Yeah. Do you know, that's one of my major concerns. Certainly hosting shows like Pop Idol and X Factor, you know, where you see the cycle. Yeah. And you see people believe that this is it. This is life now. And and you think it's not. No. It's it's 12 months if you're lucky. Mm. And if it goes beyond that, you're really lucky. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 that is the reality, and it can play havoc with your head and your heart, yeah, did you think that Chloe?
0: no I, I i think we've we've always i think we were so young at the time, obviously, I was nineteen when I met you, and I just think I always wanted to be a performer, I always wanted to be a dancer, and I knew as a dancer there's a there's a shelf life, mm-hmm. I wasn't going to do it after and i I wanted to have a family, so i I think we were just on a roller coaster of let's go super fast, super quick, let's get as much done as we can, and then potentially then get to that point where we have our family and children. So I did I know that there was an end point. I didn't mm. ever think that you were going to I know you've always said to me you wanted to yeah, be with the boys for 10 years. You sessions. were that was you, wasn't it? you were like mm. 10 years with the boys and that that was kind of our plan. Mm. So
2: Really, that's really grown
1: up of you to have a plan. Because we start, as Chloe said, we were very young. I was 20, 21. Oh, I turned 21. Mm, Chloe was 19, turned 20. Like so it's young. That's so very young. Don't realize, you know? and I, And, I, and mm. plus, I'd just come out of university, not f- that far out of school. Like, that's still formative years, really. Mm. You know, when you think of yourself as an individual and, and your life stages or whatever else. Yes, even if you're working quite young or you work straight out of school, you still have a lot of learning to do about life and yourself and who if you, you are and what you want to do. You have been very mature. And, You you did say to me,
0: you said, we're not having children while I'm in jailless. That's what you said. You said because you wanted to be around to have, you wanted to actually be around for your children. So uh, we've always had that kind of, we've been very open with our discussion as well. So yeah, we've just communicated that really. So I guess I knew there was an end point. Mm. It's really hard, isn't
2: it, to meet at such a young age and Mm. then have this mad life put over the top of it and continue to grow together. Really hard. That's, that's a mm. massive ask of anybody at that age with all of that. That's the kind of circus going on around them. How, how have you managed that, do you think? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh wow! Well, we we talk about even, this all the no. time. We talk about oh, this all the time.
0: I just think I've, if I ever felt insecure as a woman, because obviously hundreds of thousands of girls are screaming, wanting to be with this pop star, I would just say, I don't feel great today. This is how I feel. I was just really open, and I just say, this is. It's making me feel insecure, or. I would get messages of girls saying they were... Remember when you'd be on videos Mm. and the models of videos would be messaging you through, I think, Twitter at that point. Yeah, yeah. Saying, I'm with your um, boyfriend. We're in the dressing room.
1: We're in the dressing room. And I was like... Honestly, I
0: can't. So I I would just (laughs) communicate that. I would just talk about it and just say... Who does that? Girls. Wow, that's so...
1: Mean. Especially in LA, it's tough because you're on kind Time of like an eight hour difference. And so then when she's up, I'm trying to be. I'm like, oh, I just want to go sleep. I had a long day. Da-da-da-da-da. And there's I me mean, like, I need, heart heart. I need to talk talk about this. <laughs> and then similarly, it's like in the morning when she's had a whole full day thinking about or talking about whatever, and I've literally just woken up and I'm just like, oh, Chloe, please, can we just not start? I had to now. draw this
0: out of him though. He didn't. He wasn't really a communicator. So <laughs> really, he's definitely yeah. now. He's yeah, well definitely
1: wouldn't. much more now. I mean, as as you said it's a it's a growth it is a growth. uh, you know hands down i would say that i've definitely grown in in well as long as 11 years it's been probably um as we as long as we've been together or known each other um yeah i mean year on year it's been a growth and we're still growing to be honest
2: the highs of that are Mm -hmm. incredible but also there's there's really crashing lows as well and then there's the what comes next and i've never heard a couple so young a stay the course and b have such a pragmatic view of the future (laughs) <laughs> Who, who's the sensible
0: one? Oh, it does flit. You're very sensible. Yeah. You are very practical. You're very. This is what we're doing. It's going to be ten years, and then we're going to have a family. And that's kind of how he is. And he's always he's always had that mm. um, old head on his. He's always been like that. Where I was like, yeah, let's just go have love life. This is so great. Where now I think it's kind of maybe. Well, well yeah, we d- we do kind of balance each other out. Really, we we're we're quite different.
1: Um. I do have spontaneous moments, but I think they're, I mean, even when I have pocket money at 10 or whatever, five or whatever, you know, I, I would always keep a little bit. You know, and I and end up finding yeah, he's I do always it now, got don't money. I, Chloe. He's got money. I find some, you know, got 100 pounds in, a in his pocket back somewhere. It, or, and I
0: said, "Oh, where's that from?" He goes, "Oh, I don't know." He's always got money. This guy. <laughs> he had no money. He'd find a hundred pound in his pocket somewhere. he's stored it. <laughs> he's such. a <laughs> just he always to been fold like it up. That. But for me,
1: you know, it's just it's good. Like you said, it's good to have that plan B. You know, even when I went to university, I didn't particularly want to go to university. And you know, I, as we've discussed, you know, uh, privately, I was privately educated. So I just felt like it'd be such a waste for me not to go to university. Even, like, I knew hands down I wanted to be involved in music in some way. I didn't necessarily think I was going to be in a group, but I was like, I'm either going to be producing or writing music or whatever. Some way I'm going to be involved in music. And I was, I was you know, the panel was set on that. That was not going to, you know, no way that's not going to happen. But you, but you I felt thought, like you
2: needed to acknowledge the massive sacrifice your parents had made to probably educate you by seeing it through.
1: Firstly, and I also knew it wasn't going to happen overnight. Mm. So right. there was no point me just you know flat, flapping about for two years why don't I actually do something maybe it, it takes a bit longer than two years and I finish with a degree you know which i yeah. was more than capable of and then I still got the opportunity to go and do whatever and guess what if they decide they don't want me to you know they hate my music I can go and I don't know, be a journalist or whatever do you know what I mean I could go and do something else so I've always had that sort of contingency mind God, he's good isn't he
0: he's always been like that even when I first met him wow he's always is, been that, is that sensible? part of what turned your head to JB
2: and not I don't bother what? to respond to Aracely's <laughs> massive. Well, they're massive very design. different. <laughs>
0: the boys are very different. But I, I don't know. I just think we clicked. I just think we are both very driven. We both know what we we want in life. We've both got our goals, and even if we don't get there, maybe it changes on our path. But we're both. I don't know. We just got on really well. We're just really mm-hmm. great friends, really. And I think as at the bottom of a relationship, you've got to have a great friendship, and that's what we have. So. So, so where on earth did turkey farming come in? <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, that's the bit I can't, I, I can't get my head around. But like, where, where did the turkeys pop up from?
1: So basically, long story <laughs> short, one word: resourcefulness. I just let that sit for a second. <laughs> but basically, like, so we were here. Obviously, you know, uh, I think I yeah I must have bought here in two thousand and eleven, something like
2: that. So, so just to explain where we are, we're in the country. Your yeah. your kind of you're, where you've chosen to set up home mm-hmm. is. A really lovely, green, sleepy part of, of the countryside. Yeah. And you have a working farm attached to the property. Yes. Yeah.
1: And I wasn't going to buy the farm. My so you bought the house, I, but not the farm first. I was going to buy... The, no, I bought, the, bought it all together, but I wasn't going to buy the farm. Yeah. And... I showed, like I do, I showed everybody all the house. And I said, oh, what do you think of this? You know, do you like it? Blah, blah, blah. And I looked. And I, how long did I spend? Probably a year yeah. looking at different properties, mm-hmm. whether it was right, whether it was not. Da, 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 da. And for me, you know, I'm always a sort of a long-term thinker anyway. Like the first car I got was an E-Class Mercedes. Not not very pop starry, but I was like, well, I want to get all my friends in. And if we're going to go to a club or something, then we can all fit in rather than having a flash two two-seated sports car mm. and no one can travel with me so, so that's it what the, i did was the practical do you know what i mean that's <laughs> what i did
0: me. he's practical <laughs> and I mean, it takes him a long time to get there
1: yeah <laughs> you know uh, so it's similarly with burner. the house you know i thought to myself oh it's a lovely house um yeah so you know don't get me wrong it's not small it's not it's definitely on the bigger side but i thought well actually it's perfect as we you know as i get older get married, you were crazy at kids. First, i think yeah did they, they? they did yeah.
0: But I was like, do you know what? He's like, no, because I'm going to have my family here. Yeah. And this is, he again, he's thinking long term. And he's thinking, people come to stay. I'm going to buy this now. And then this is where I'm going to stay and set up. And everyone's like, it's crazy. Why are you not? It's up a in really grown up house for a pop
2: star in their 20s with yeah. no yeah. kids. He and, was. Yeah.
0: And it was really grown up, wasn't it? And yeah. then your, well, I remember we were here with, with your mum. And she was like, well, all, that, all this land. And he was like, no, no. I don't need all that. Um, My mum
1: said to me, uh, what did she say? Um, she like, said, That's... there's an
0: opportunity for you to buy it. It's attached to your yeah. house. You should definitely buy it. And you were like, umming and ahhing and then you went, oh, fine. And then yeah. you did, you ended up buying it. So it wasn't on purpose. So he ended up getting the farm with it. Yeah. And um, yeah, and a couple it's... of headaches alongside yeah. that too.
1: Yeah. I just remember having every year having to like cut pay head someone head to yeah. come and cut it back and, you know, get rid of this and get rid of that and take out this and redo that. And I just thought to myself, this is a joke. Why am I wasting <laughs> my time with this? We started thinking about what can we do with the space, how could we do it? Um, you know, that was kind of around the time where myself and the boys said, you know, we, we're not going to continue working after our last tour. I mean, I, I must be honest. I took a while, um, kind of trying to just. Be a farmer, which wasn't very sensible, and it was actually Chloe. I think so. Really, Chloe the CBBs was...
2: calling you up to say, Can we do because f- you, you presented that show, for yes, the, um, down on the farm, yeah, which is about trying to inspire kids to love the land and farming yeah. and agriculture, exactly.
1: educating
0: children, yeah, is but actually, show.
2: probably educated you a lot as well. Where you were learning percent. to do it, yeah.
1: absolutely. And you know, <laughs> Chloe, it was Chloe really who I think highlighted the fact that actually, my strength is in my you know the profile that i've had all the stuff that i've done with jls and not to neglect that is that and how
2: country file came up then
1: yeah similarly i mean I, um they came i, I, did, I did uh country live from the, you know from the first from the get-go because it's worth pointing out
2: here that you've gone from x factor one of the biggest shows on the telly to country <laughs> one of the biggest shows on telly i mean i think <laughs> yeah. actually country probably probably outrates x factor these days think i it don't does know now. 20
1: yeah 20 odd million they get now it's um, crazy isn't it it's like, huge yeah. numbers. <laughs> so tell that's me kind what of... tell me
2: what
0: the rest of the boys said when you went.
1: Oh, Jane. it's not his plan.
0: I think it's still a joke now, isn't it? Yeah. Everyone still laughs at us because we're always walking around in a welly, or they come here and they're just rolling their eyes at us because we're like, "Are you coming out to feed the turkeys? We've just had however many turkeys delivered. Are you going to come and help us?" And they just think it's hilarious. Risha's definitely been in the tractor. Yeah. Who? Has? Ariche? Yeah.
1: Well, um, I tried to get him down this year because we we <laughs> he have. Uh, like help out- us, we have our, our turkeys free range. Um, and they're, they're
2: Kelly Bronze turkeys, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. Kelly Bronze turkeys. So yeah. that's what people should search up. I mean, and literally, you are providers of great turkeys to great bands. One Direction, Little yep. Mix. I mean, all the stars. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> are chowing are down on your turkeys come 100% Christmas. He yeah. <laughs>
0: definitely has uh, Little Mix every year for yeah. them. She always. Leanne, Leanne, isn't it? Yeah, Leanne, Leanne always, always says JB can you sort two. my turkey out please yeah. so no matter where she's in the world Perry they... was
1: getting one last year and then I think she went to her mum's and she's up in Newcastle so she said no and no, she didn't want to take it her and Jade were going to have one at home because they were going to do two Christmases um, Zane but, yeah. and Zane's had one a couple of years
0: um, Oh, you can count milder this year
1: I've given a couple to some ITV commissioners. Yeah, he, we get
0: some. We get commissioners come down here. Said, "Oh, TV do you really execs. do it?" He's in meetings, and that. Like, do you really? Do you really have a farm? And then Jay's like, "Yeah." Can we really order a turkey? Jay's like, "Yeah." And then yeah. they order one. Then they go, "Can we really come and pick up?" And they come down to the farm on <laughs> just before Christmas Eve, and the and Jay goes, "Oh, that's a BBC commissioner there, Chloe. And I'm like, "Oh, hi." <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: So yeah. <laughs> Are you ready for the next
0: question.
2: Yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, here it is. I just made a really interesting documentary for Radio 2 with Bros. Do you remember Bros? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um it was all based on on kind of what happens after the screaming stops and for them, I think it's been really well documented that it was a transition that I mean almost destroyed their relationship as twin brothers. Mm. Um and left them feeling like possibly their best years were behind them before they'd even hit their 30s and yet here I am listening to you do this almost kind of textbook journey through superstardom back into some form of kind of regular living providing for your family securing your future it, it can't have been that easy what has been the realities <laughs> of those transitions in getting you here
0: well, it took Jay a very long time to get, as he was saying, he was fully like, I'm now gonna learn. When he's learning, he's fully immersing himself in and he's got all these animals. We had 70 pigs at one point. Did We've you? got them breaking yeah. down fences and we're trying to have meetings and it's all going on. <laughs> and I said, you can't do the two. You can't be fully being a farmer and forget about your entertainment. Like you have to, that's why we that conversation happened. Mm. and. Because as well, like so hard being a farmer, isn't it? Especially yeah. like the difference in um, wages and money. Like being a pop star and then like, yeah, it is. It's 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 a, it's two different worlds. But um, it's not it's not not been the easiest of journeys, has it? It still isn't. it, We're still on the journey. Mm. We're still trying to work out what to do next and what where can we go. Like we have our massive board of all the things we want to do, mm. and that might change. But I think my, the main thing we've kept is. We talk about it. If we're having a bad day, we talk about it. We communicate. If something doesn't work, we set something else in place. And I just think you have to just keep going. Some days when you think, Oh, I just don't know what I'm gonna do now, you just have to keep going, don't you? Yeah. It is a team and that's what that's where we have to dig to sometimes when the times are really hard and it's not been the easiest thing, especially the transition. Every mm. <laughs> and then you put two young children in the mix as well. Yeah. yeah.
2: That's a lot, isn't it? You mean your relationship's almost bulletproof, by the sounds of it. You've been through so much. I think much we've together. been through so much. I yeah. think it's the not that I, have, I mean, loads of people have kids, but I don't. Yeah, I don't care what anyone says. It puts a strain on a relationship. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, unless your relationship is such that you don't really like each no, other no, you just no. want to hang out
0: with your kids. I don't know, but for no, me, I found it very when you have children, it's, it's a whole yeah. nother ball game. Somebody else is in, in between your relationship and it's been you two, and then you've got somebody else that wants to get in bed with you at two o'clock in the morning or doesn't keep want you to go to sleep. Si- keep you up all night. Or is really demanding and is having a bad day or they're teething mm. or something, and then that puts a strain on both of you because you're tired and you're taking it out on each other.
1: Yeah. It's, well, for me, I mean, I, I think... A massive turning point was when we got married. Not because of that in itself, but because, for, especially from a male perspective, when you in, when you ask someone to to be your wife or you need to propose and stuff like that, I think a man has to be ready for that that moment. And if and when they're ready for that moment, for me, and this is obviously just speaking from my perspective, uh, I viewed everything as a, firstly as a partnership, but and you can't always anticipate everything but I I, as an example like Chloe said like when I'm having you know when we're having the babies and stuff like that of course you know you kind of put on you know pushed out a little bit and I mean it's tough and you know there's high emotions and you get frustrated she's getting frustrated especially Mm. with the first you don't know what you're doing Mm. they're crying they're this they're that the other like there was never a point where I was just like I hate Chloe or I don't want to be around Chloe or this, that, and the other. Like everything that I was doing was for her and obviously for the baby. Mm. So no, genuinely. (laughs) And so for me, like my mentality was very, very different probably to when you know maybe three, four years ago when I was in the height of JLS or whatever. Because it was about her and us. Do you mean?
2: Well, you went from being an I to a we when you said I do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Genuinely. And you know, I, I, obviously people got very different views on marriage and stuff like that. But for me, that was kind of a massive oh, thing mm. because-
0: He's always about that.
1: But it you <laughs> know, was, you know, it was. And, and uh, even now, like, it's t- obviously, as I say, we communicate, which I think helps. That's definitely the bottom line. But mm. also like, I know that um, we're to you know we're working through it together and if there's there's times when you are just like you know what it's not about me it's actually about all of us yeah. or it's about Chloe at this it's moment it's good that in time. you can
2: see that because you know when i was speaking to the to the goss brothers matt and luke and you you were talking about the end before you'd even really started by yeah. sounds of it you were planning for that for them it stopped so abruptly luke could see that that you know craig had already left the group matt was was by far the bigger draw in his mm-hmm. head. So he called He called it before he was pushed. He said, right, that's it, I'm leaving. You know, that's the end of it. And then they both ended up not talking. I mean, they, these are twins. Can you imagine mm-hmm. not having a contact with your brother, your twin? But then, you know, it's like waking up and there is, and you'll, you'll understand this, no itinerary. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Right? What do no you, day sheets sent.
2: No day <laughs> sheets, right? <laughs> no which, JLS day sheets sent. Which sounds really lame to the working wider world. Yeah. Um, but actually, your day is is not your own in as much as you're told what time to get up where to be what to do and you and the hours are long and you really really graft Mm. um but fundamentally everything is mapped out for you and then suddenly you have to start drawing your own map
1: how did you cope with that for me it was a case of trying to find the right person to work with or the right people to work with that would then kind of help establish the next
2: but see even that is like you've got a plan like these guys were just sat there scratching their yeah. heads going, oh, you know, what now what do I do?
0: I do Trucking. feel like if he ever was having one of those days where he didn't know who's doing, I'd be like, No, no, you yeah. do, we're going. Like I wouldn't kind of let that happen. Do you think you'd have survived this all without each other? No. No. I don't think so. Oh. No, I don't no. think so. It would have been a lot different.
1: Yeah.
0: But we've kind of been each other's backbones in a in a in different situations. Yeah, different times. Yeah. When you don't even realize,
1: yeah, different periods of life. Mm. Um, it's just that you know, you say the say one thing one time, and that spurs an idea, and then that idea mm. kind of grabs momentum, you know. And, and I'm very much and me personally, I'm an African, although. You know, I, I tend to be the the breadwinner in the family. Like I'm very much an advocate for Chloe doing her own thing. You know, maybe perhaps and you're part of quite... the business, aren't you? Yeah. yeah, exactly. And perhaps it's not perhaps it's focused around stuff that I'm doing at the moment. But you know, I'm I'd be more than happy to if we had to look after the kids and Chloe, you know, Chloe's got her own amb- ambitions and stuff. And perhaps it's not the right time because our children mm. are so young. But as they get into school and as things you know progress in terms of that, and they have their own schedules, you know it's like. As they get older and they can
2: start really <laughs> answering back, you'll want to work a lot more. We're <laughs> like, bye guys. Like, hey, <laughs> Jonathan, guess what? <laughs> it's, it's all yours. Now that <laughs> they can answer back, I'm going to work. Exactly. I might rue
1: those those words. <laughs> you really but, will. Uh, but you know, I You're am sat
2: there with a sassy teenage daughter going, What? What? What do you mean? Get off my phone. <laughs> I mean, she's sassy
1: now. Gosh. Oh. Exactly. But um, but yeah, you know, I, I'm I'm definitely an advocate of chloe's ambitions and i think that's really important i do mm. you know and i think it's a you know it might never be the same just because she's she's very maternal anyway so she's never gonna be like i'm just gonna be out doing my own thing and kind of whatever happens at home happens at home she'd never ever be like that but i try and encourage that because i'm like well no you still got things that you want to do mm. and you, and even if it's the obviously a mutual benefit it doesn't have to just be about her but it's important for her to try and do them You know, she's got ambition. She's got passion. She's got things that she wants to do. She needs to do them. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. You two
0: sound good. <laughs> oh, well, we you try. Do. We still try. Trust me, we still argue. So. Good, that's nice to <laughs> We're hear. not perfect. Do you
2: times w- you walk outside and just go, I hate
0: him? Oh hate yeah, him. I did it yesterday. Okay. And we are in the car and he was doing my head in and I just had to breathe. <laughs> 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 that's one good thing about having children is we don't argue in front of our children because I just don't want them to, or Ace will react if we have done. Yeah, and he is. gets really, quite yeah. sensitive. He's like, mommy, can you just sort it out? And they tried. Like, can you kiss each other and cuddle? So I just, have to do deep breaths, look at him and think, oh, do you know what? I don't like you right now. <laughs> but he comes around.
2: <laughs> hey I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite Okay. Ready for your last question. Mm. Yeah. JB, you're now a regular presenter on Songs of Praise. Yes. Yeah. And you've spoken about your, your Christian faith a lot. So I wondered what, what role faith plays in both of your lives, your relationship, your family, and how it's how it's influenced your
1: decisions. Well, I mean, ultimately it's an integral part of, of our relationship and our life. Um for me, obviously as you say, working on songs of praise, that's for me that's a dream job. I think through that show actually I've realised how integral it can be to life full stop.
2: I've been surprised to know I have you know, that regularly attend church, for example, mm. because it gives them a sense of community, yeah. belonging. Um it, it for some people it's probably some of the best conversations they'll have all week. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, if they work from home or they're at home with children, there's there's loads of it, everybody takes different things from it. What what does it yeah. give you?
1: Well, that's it. I mean, I think you t- you touched on the nail on the head there. You said that it, it's about community, you know, and that's what people forget. I mean, we 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 try to over make church over religious. And it's not supposed to be religious, or that's not the biblical description of church anyway. Because back in the day, when they started the church, they didn't have a building to go to. Mm. It was about community, Mm -hmm. it was about people, they met in homes, you know? So for me, it's about that interaction with people. And obviously the common goal then is obviously the religious aspect of it, which is Jesus and God and all the rest, right? So for me, it's about, you know, and I say to, you know, we, we talk about it all the time where I tell people, tell friends and stuff like that. If you didn't meet with other people, you'd never be able to practice being patient. You'd never be able to practice things like love because you just keep yourself to yourself Mm. and it's easy to love yourself or hate yourself as the case may be and you just get on with it. You know, but when you actually, and that's one of the reasons why we have families. No family in the world is perfect. Mm. And there's a reason. Because you have to learn to, to, you know, when your kids are running and doing this and doing whatever, and you've told them a hundred times, quite literally, Mm -hmm. not to do do something, guess what? When you put them in bed that night, you usually still love them. You know, 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 a normal parent would do that. And that's that's what it teaches you. So firstly, I've learned so much from from having children about that part of my life, about the faith aspect of my life. But similarly, that that aspect of my life um, has become much... Clearer and as I say, much more much more integrated, just because of having a, you know I have a wife now and I believe that the two of us are now one and mm-hmm. we have to, I have to think not just about myself but also about Chloe and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Similarly, then that filters down to our children like, and it's mm-hmm. always been about like what what things do we want them to stand for? What things do we want them to be thinking about? You know, Ace, bless him, he just started school. And he got an accommodation in like his first or second week yeah. for being kind um, and being a good friend and helping... But doesn't one your of heart his... swell oh, when yeah. they get those? That's Honestly. Tears.
0: My fridge is covered in them. Oh, no, the tears are rolling at that point. I've but kept <laughs> them for years. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: They're like curling like, up oh, at the edges now. So I don't proud. care. That's, That's it. That's my son. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> but he was kind. <laughs> yeah. But that, you know, he that... went and picked somebody up from the body bench.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You know, and, and, and I mean, that's Christian in this ethos. We haven't said to him, you need to be this and da-da-da-da-da at all. But it's just about, for me, I w- you know, that as you say, it gives you so much pride. And we've just said to him, listen, Ace, you remember what it was like when you first started school. And, mm. you know, you didn't particularly, you know, and this is nursery, an obviously. You know, you didn't particularly like whatever, and you were crying a bit. You know, said, so, but there's going to be new kids starting, yeah. and they might feel the same. So make sure you look after them. and then Be kind. Yeah, and that's it, and, and that's exactly was, what yeah. he he goes and he does. So for for uh, for me, as I say, it's not so much saying do this and read that and da 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 da. There is an aspect of that, and I'm very academic, so I'm quite happy to go and read and this and research and whatever. Do you,
2: I'm just curious, like when you read the the Bible now, hmm. are there parts of it that feel really outdated to you that you think, well, okay, well, I've got my beliefs, but I don't particularly buy into that. That that's an
1: outdated view. Um, not not necessarily. I think because the Bible's the Bible's designed to be revealed. <laughs> this is oh, the, my theology go. degree here, here we now. go here oh, we on. go okay. <laughs> so it's not it's not a, a, a book in a sense of you read it one time and then that's it and there are different it could, you could read exactly the same passage just say it's a, a psalm or something right Which we you know, Psalm 23 the Lord is my shepherd something like that yeah. right you could read that a hundred times and the hundred and first time when you're going through something personal in your relationship something j- literally will jump out of the page and you would be like wow I never realised that and as I say, like for me, when you know, when I had children, especially, like I really understood that relationship between God as a father and us, us as His children, so to speak, and my relationship with me as a father and my children, mm. you know, and that's not ju- that's not gender specific. That is as a parent yeah. and then as a child, yeah. right? Because I just look at things in. So- I don't know what it is like, and, and like we've said until you have children you cannot see life in that way no it
2: changes everything the way you think and feel yeah. your moral compass adjusts that's enormously it. I think yeah. but that way and, I, mean, I can only speak for myself in yeah that. for sure
1: and don't get me wrong I mean the, there are difficult aspects of the Bible there's so much in there the thing's it's like, so you know, concept the
2: belief for example that homosexuality is wrong and I don't know quite how that's depicted in the Bible because I'll be really honest it's been a long time since I flicked through a Bible mm-hmm. um, but Obviously, you have friends who are are gay that you're supportive of. You don't mm. carry those those you don't carry homophobia as a belief, do you? No. Right. So that's what I mean about you know. But then anything that's that's an historical tome mm. has to be allowed and afforded to be considered to be out of date.
1: Surely. Yeah, but for me, it's qualified when you look at the aspect of sin as a whole, because we're we as humans, we're not here to be judges. Yeah, and the Bible is very clear. Well, on that's that. the
2: contradiction, right? Like There's like, no
1: contradiction.
2: We, no, we we shouldn't judge, mm.
1: um, and yet we
2: then have to decide what is a sin.
1: I don't believe we have to decide what's a sin or not. You know, and I think, as I say, when when you look at that and you look at aspects of areas of sin and so on, it, the Bible is very very clear that that is God slash Jesus's role. Right. So for me that doesn't inhibit you from loving someone who's gay. That's a difference, I believe, and biblically this is how I, I depict it, but in, in what um, uh, sort of the Old Testament and then what Jesus did through the New Testament. Because Jesus g- goes with multiple, okay, there, there might not be an example of a gay person in that. There's no. an example something that um, I did, uh, I was up at a church in um, Newcastle the other day called Jesmond Parish Church, and one of, the, one of the messages was about um, Jesus going to see the Samaritan woman at the well. You know, everything about that meeting with Jesus and this woman was wrong. He shouldn't have been meeting a woman by himself. His disciples had gone somewhere. The woman shouldn't have been there because it was 12 o'clock in the afternoon, and that's the hottest part of the day. She was with five, or she had five husbands, and the man that she was sleeping with, this is all in in the story, yeah. the man she was sleeping with or living with or whatever wasn't her husband. Jesus knew all of these things. And what did he do? He went to the well to Maybe meet either. this woman mm-hmm. to go and have the discussion. Right? So what I'm trying to say is Jesus is not stupid. He knows that she, what she's doing is a sin. But he doesn't focus on the fact that she's, she's busy, sinning. by the way. Jesus. <laughs> no. But, but, but don't... you see what I'm saying? But what we tend to do is we tend to highlight those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's an outcast in her society because we're highlighting her sexuality. Yeah. Like, why are we focusing on she's stuff She's just like a that? person. Firstly, yeah. she's a person, but there are so many different sexual things, yeah. sexual whatever, and other things full stop. You know, yeah. like people people believe that that is so, so, so wrong. And biblically, it says that if you're going to hold letters of the law. So basically, if you're going to say that's a sin, that's not. You have to uphold the whole thing. Yeah, And that's not. impossible. It's impossible. You're but quite But that's right. why Jesus came. Because Jesus is saying, you can't do what has been asked. You know what I mean? You can't do what has been asked of you to do. So we're going to, it's not that we're erasing that. But what it's saying is that the things that I'm going to do for you will allow you to be able to do that. So then you can think, instead of you feeling condemned, oh, oh, I shouldn't do that. Oh, I shouldn't lie. Oh, I shouldn't, whatever. Oh, I shouldn't talk to that person that way. Oh, I shouldn't, Oh, I shouldn't. shouldn't. Actually, it's more about what you do do, can do. Be respectful be forgiving do you see what i'm saying yeah, something yeah, yeah. as simple as that has much more power than you saying don't do that and then are not doing it oh, yeah. were you
2: raised um as a regular church girl or is this something you came to yourself later in life
1: both so i was i was brought up in church um in multiple different churches really um, yeah well my my parents we've always sort of been sort Same of evangelical faith. yeah evangelical uh, or pentecostal type mm-hmm type um denomination um but then i went to church of of england school even church of england school um i used to uh, i was i used to do scouts and they were affiliated with the catholic church so i've had experience with lots of different churches Uh. um and they're all very different yeah you know but as i say for me it's that doesn't automatically qualify you as a Christian because you I believe it's a person you have to come to a personal understanding at, at some point whether it might be it could you could be doing it at eight you could do it at 28 you could do it at 58 but there was a and I don't know exactly if there was one moment but there was definitely a time where I was like do you know what what do I want to stand for what do I feel is important to me what do I want to have for my children yeah. and you know so on. you work
2: out what your faith is yeah, yeah.
1: and who I am yeah. who I am like how I define myself and yeah. as I say that's why I now you know it's, it's something that's more integral to my life than maybe perhaps historically it was just because you know uh, yeah for, well lots of different reasons and you get but, to,
2: and you get to kind of work it into your your career now as well and yeah broadcast about mm. your beliefs and, and give a, a a kind of more modern view i think
1: yeah. On, yeah
2: on what christianity is
1: to you absolutely and i think it's all it's more about what you sorry less about what you say and that's what I'm talking about. And that's it's leading by it's all what it. you do, isn't it?
2: It's leading by If example. I'm the
1: one who's saying, who's actually not saying anything, but just doing something, mm-hmm. goes and helps someone, goes and does whatever. Well, talk is cheap, right? speak, Yeah, but it speaks so much more. Exactly. You yeah. know, than you saying, oh, you shouldn't do that. Oh, does it, do, you, do you see what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And there is a place for that. Like, I'll tell my son, obviously, not to do something. Yeah, but that's you being a parent. Exactly. It's a different not situation. Or I might say, oh, no, Chloe, don't, you, um, don't do da-da-da-da-da. You know, but actually, you have to respect every aspect of that. You have to respect that. Mm. Okay, they might not do it even if you tell them to do it. And actually, it's as I say, it's so much more powerful when you see. You know, this with the kids. You know, if you go and put your plate away and you tidy up every night or whatever, it they see example. it yeah. and they'll come and they'll help. You know, and and they. It's not as easy for you just to say. You do all the da 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 Put the title in the room by yourself, Ace. You know he's never gonna want it. The first right. thing he says, "Oh boy, it's a boring job." <laughs> but as soon as you start doing it, say, "Oh, it's quick." See, so you can put the 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 oh, yeah, just make it in a race. It's quick. <laughs> Done. Do you see Done. what I'm saying? And so yeah, I I don't know. As you say, it is a, it, perhaps it's a more modern view um of of life. I don't know, but it's just something that I think you c- I've come to a, a realization, and and you know it's similar with Chloe. I mean. You know, we both have different upbringings and it comes yeah, to Yeah, you, you raised our Christianity. In, in a I religious family,
0: Catholic, church,
2: yeah. Ah, so you're Catholic. Mm. So that's how a, did how did you two figure that one out?
1: Well, as I say for me, I mean, I've been in all churches and it's all one church. <laughs> so what was the wedding? Was it
0: a Catholic wedding? So our Catholic pastor service. came from our church now. So yeah. our church is
1: I mean, that's non-denominational really. It's like evangelical, I guess. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So he was our pastor from our church, which is really nice. So you were raised with the with the with the kind of Catholic, Catholic lens yeah. on life, mm-hmm.
2: and how was and how has that informed the choices that you've made and the person that you've become? Today? I just
0: think it's underlying from from being young. I think, be, as you say, being kind, being patient. I think when you grow up, having that in your every week, every like even now when we go to church and just, it just brings it back. It sums up the week for you, or it starts your week fresh. I just love going to church and singing and. Like letting go like sometimes you cry because you know it's just letting that emotion yeah. out it, it's just an for me a very re- a release there yeah. like I go there and I see people that i'm I sometimes I don't talk to anyone sometimes I do it just depends on how I'm feeling yeah. but I find it hard at the moment having young children to when they're on around. Yeah. <laughs> and you can't really concentrate. So um, when you do go there, I find it's a really great release. I often cry with the songs, but that's just, I obviously need to. I'm very emotional. It's just a way I express how I feel. And then I come out and I'm like, oh, I feel really uplifted. And I'm, gonna, I'm ready to go for the week. So it's just a really refreshing place for me. It's like a workout. Yeah, no, it is. It's an emotional workout yeah. sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's sometimes, or you could just bump into somebody that has been through an experience that you might be going through that week or you don't know what to do and it just lifts you, you need to do this or this is how you should do or, you know, it's not even about them saying, oh, I'll pray for you about that. It's just, I can help you this way and it lifts you up that way. So, yeah, it's really, it's a great start to the week.
2: Do you think we don't talk about it enough in this country? Because in America, they're very open about their various, you know, faith, what it gives to them. I say faith rather than religion because I think... Yeah, I say faith too. I (laughs) I prefer that as, as a term. Um, and that people are far more open to talking about it. Mm. We don't mm. so much here, do we? And no. I don't know why that is.
1: No, across the board. I mean, as you say, I don't know why it is because a lot of people have that as an. You know, it doesn't have to be Christianity to begin anything, you know. But I think we should. There's no reason why we shouldn't. We're
2: very rigid in our beliefs, like you yeah. know. For example, like if you people would think right, like, you're a, you're a practicing Christian. And you worked in a boy band and girls grinded around yeah. you. How is that
1: okay? Know, that's what I'm you saying. Know? And
2: it's like, well, you can be okay with those things, you know? Grind-
1: not- grinding is good. <laughs> but not even what, I'm, what I say as well. You go back to that with Samaritan Woman, right? <laughs> you grinding through- can be
2: good. It's bloody harmless. Caitlin's shaking her head at me. But what <laughs> harm is it if somebody wants to twerk around you? They're not doing anything obscene. <laughs> <ups-y. laughs>
1: You know? But you go through different life phases. Like I'm, I'll put my hands up, hands down. I was not in the spiritual, physical, emotional, whatever fa- space in life <laughs> now than I am as I am now as I was then. No, no way. You, you know?
2: probably wouldn't be so down with the twerking. In,
1: well, not twerking. I mean, if it was me, you might be. Yeah, definitely down. <laughs> I mean, we can twerk. Let's, let's put some twerk time in. I'm okay. down whenever. <laughs> I love that. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> do you know, it's really good to talk about this stuff, I yeah. think. And yeah. I and I love the fact that you do. And I think it's really important that, that people have an ear on a conversation like this. Yeah. One of the best jobs I ever had was working on Loose Women, purely because it gave mm. me yeah. a pool of friendships that I would never otherwise have had. With that show, at a really delicate time in my life, I met women who were 20, 30 years older, sometimes mm. 10 years younger. Mm. had got this massively diverse, different life experience.
0: And I've, I thought, God, everybody needs this. It's everybody. a community, right? And a safe place that you can stand there and cry if you need to or a safe place that you can just With be no quiet. No judgment, yeah. yeah. And it's, are you okay? And actually, no, I'm not okay today. Yeah. And then you talk about it and it's a conversation opener yeah. and it's a safe place to talk. And then it's back to communication again. And yeah. you're talking and then something they say might trigger me actually that really makes me feel better we find our
2: churches in all kinds of
0: places don't we isn't it
2: funny that mine was loose women
0: (laughs) (laughs) no it's true but that's what it isn't a building it it's is, not, it's about a collection of people. It's a collection of people. It yeah. is a collection of people. Thank you both so much for having me in your mm-hmm. home.
2: Your children have been placated with <laughs> snacks and sleeps <laughs> and they have done so well. A credit to you both. <laughs> and you are a credit to each other. What a lovely relationship you've you've developed and sustained and built and it's so evident in how you talk and communicate oh, how much thanks. you mean to each
0: other. Thank you continued might bite his head off now <laughs> you can do that though, because that's really normal yeah. and, and quite
2: understandable yeah. but thank you so so much thank you thank for having you. us if you'd like to get in touch with us please do you can hit us up on Twitter or Instagram or at White Wine QT as always this show is produced with me Kate Thornton alongside Caitlin Master for Yahoo music has been provided by the genius Andy Bell And I don't need to say it today because we haven't touched a drop, but if you are drinking listening to this, please do as we do and always drink responsibly.